And welcome back to the Dead Presidential Society, where every day is President's Day, the only podcast by presidents for presidents about presidents. We set the precedent in the present. My name's James Fitz, president of the Hair Club for Men. My co-host is Doug Holmeyer, president of Big Red Shirts. Uh, our guest today is Andrea Entz, not like the tree. What's your favorite tree, Andrea? Oh, huh. I like the uh, Douglas fir. Oh, uh, I don't like the Douglas fir because uh, I, I constantly got that joke growing up. Oh, what fir? Well, because my name is Douglas. Oh, your name is Douglas. What's Douglas fir? Oh, this, they weren't even that clever. <laughs> it was just any time a Douglas fir tree was mentioned, you could feel the entire class just slowly turn around. Uh, but uh, Andrea is the uh, president of Douglas Fir Trees. No, that's irritating. Yeah, you'd really think it'd be Douglas. Yeah, and you someone would named Douglas. Andrea, you should secede. You should not secede, but well, what do you call it? Well, uh, Douglas Fir Trees are, uh, I believe, they're conifers, so they seed in a cone shape. Uh, yeah. Interesting Lyndon thing John. about. <laughs> Now, I was going to make some uh, no, stupid about joke about how, how Douglas Furs, uh, the president of that club, has always been uh, a male. Uh, oh. Back until previously around the, the 14th century in Scotland when Douglas actually used to be a female first name. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but now it's just kind of, well, I suppose it can be gender uh, neutral. My great-great-grandfather invented the Douglas Fur. Did he really? No, that's not uh. true. <laughs> Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> Are what number is it? What episode oh, number is it? Geez, I'm actually gonna look that one up because it bothers me. What is it? I don't know. Um, Big James. <laughs> well, that's embarrassing right off the bat. Yeah. But Lyndon Johnson, uh, he's our president. It's a presidential podcast. Time to dive in to our first section. We start this podcast. Well, we're gonna start Lyndon Johnson the same way we start every every president. Every president. First wives. Club. First wives club. Oh, shit, I was supposed to have something if I was going to lead into it. <laughs> no, uh, her, Peggy. Her name was Peggy. Okay, I feel like we should actually look up just the name of his wife and then yeah. make up the content. Yeah, I think the name is a big so, part okay, of so the lie. Actual names. Actual, actual names. names okay. Or if we're going to make something up, like Postmaster General, mm-hmm. we need to like write I it. I feel like it, all we really need is the name. But once we have yeah. that, that's enough. But if we don't want to actually have to find the name, we could just make something up as long as it's suitably obscure. Yeah. Anyways, her name was Peggy. Uh, Pe- Peggy Johnson. Anyway, she was born in Sounds Delaware. Like in Delaware? Yeah, the, the same uh, city as our president. Oh. Which leads us nicely into presidential birthplace. Uh, he was born in Klamathville. Klamathville? Uh, the same place... As Mark McGuire. <laughs> I don't... Is that like Jerry Maguire? Yeah, he's a, he's a baseball player. Oh, I mean, you shouldn't have done sports. Uh, and also, the same place as the founder of a uh, grocery store. <laughs> it, just says, it just says grocery store founder. <laughs> grocery store founder? It didn't say which one. I'm, oh. hoping it's, I'm hoping it's like QFC. That's... Why Fred would Meyer? You, why would you hope for QFC? It's a quality food center. I suppose they they couldn't just call it that if, unless it was a quality food center. Mm. They get a bad review, all of a sudden they have to change all the names, you know, all the signage and whatnot. Yeah. 
So I guess they have a vested interest in keeping it to be high quality food. And they have a queen. They got the queen. Oh, do they? Queen's crown over the queue. Oh, yeah. Well, then they've, they've got a bunch invested in that being a decent restaurant. Yeah, they should, they should be the first wife. Anyway, back to Peggy. Back to Peggy Johnson. Um, she, uh, she, they had three kids. Yeah. Franklin. Roosevelt. Named after Roosevelt last name. His first name was Roosevelt. Yeah. They called him Rue. Was, uh, was Franklin named after someone named Franklin or like Benjamin Franklin? I'm not I guess sure. Going I, off we can the, go back to that Frank, the Franklin episode. Uh, you can go back and listen to the that. The Franklin episode? Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh. Isn't that oh, the I, Franklin you were talking about? No. no I was were you Frank- thinking about Benjamin Franklin? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was named after Benjamin Franklin. And Lyndon Johnson's son, Roosevelt Johnson, was named after Teddy Roosevelt. Was the third son named Delano? Mm, the third son uh, died before they were born. No. Before they had a name, well, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's they never named the him. christening process. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they so still you count take a child it. I guess and you get a bottle and you break in, it over. Died in child. Chi- di- it's not died in childbirth because that's when the mom died. No. When the kid died in childbirth. Uh, yeah, I think that that's how it works. Anyway, this took a sad didn't, turn didn't really name early him. on. Didn't name that kid. Mm. Anyway, but Roosevelt he went by Rue uh, because his favorite. And a uh, character in Winnie the Pooh was Rue. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. He loved uh, being in, wrapped up in a blanket. Oh, that's... Swaddling. Speaking of uh, presidential... Oh, God, I don't even know how... This is a terrible intro for this. Should we go into presidential first? Yeah, let's go on a presidential first. That's usually our second section. That's my that's my favorite section. Well, it's one of the easiest sections because most presidents did the first something for the first time. Yeah, uh, Lyndon Johnson was the first president uh, to be allergic to cucumbers. He's famously allergic to cucumbers. That's interesting because cucumbers are mostly water. Yeah. Have I ever told you about how I hate cucumber water because oh, it's really? essentially just water? What about uh, pickle juice? I see. I, I I don't like pickles or pickle juice because uh, pickle juice is essentially vinegar. I sprinkle it on yeah, my sandwiches. I'm stealing a Hannibal's joke. Um. No, but okay. So my, my the only thing worse than cucumber water is lemon water, which is just water that's sour. Mm. Like who who decided that was a good idea? Well, you need uh, uh, electrolytes for your body to absorb water. Yeah, but it's sour. But yeah, you can uh, you can put some sugar in there instead. It's essentially lemonade. Anything. anything can be an electrolyte. Anyway, back to presidential firsts. Uh, Lyndon Johnson was the first president to appear on a stamp. Is that right? Yeah, I really would have like while in office. While in office. Okay, first, I was going to say because I think uh, ooh, Big James is going to yep. have to drop this in, but I think it was somewhere right around like. Uh, Cleveland, yeah. Garfield. That was a commemorative stamp. Right, yeah. So while in office, while in office wow. they made a stamp. Well, you know what? Speaking of, uh, well, we're speaking about stamps. Yeah. And we're, we've spoken about some Franklins and some Franking. Uh-huh. And we're also talking about some of the females. So I think it's time to start talking about some of the males again. I think We're so. talking about presidential post office. Lyndon B. Johnson had four postmaster generals during his <laughs> term of office, which is impressive. <laughs> 
Uh, because that, that doesn't seem like a it job. It usually seems a lot of, like you want just one yeah, very successful one. Exactly. But no, it was just uh, they were mired in controversy. Oh, no, no. Uh, there was. Wait, uh, he didn't even serve a four year term. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, to be fair, the first one was a carryover from the Kennedy administration. Yeah, yeah. And what I'm saying is it wasn't like each one served a one-year term. Yeah, no, no, no. It was off. I think there was one that served like three or four months. Was that uh, John? John? Yeah, John. I don't know his last name. Uh, no, I don't. I didn't actually write it down. It was John. Oh. It probably was a John. It's a very common first name. Yeah. No, I think someone, uh, one of them, like had to step down for personal medical reasons, something like that. Oh, okay. Which is a sad, another yeah. sad note to bring this down. But yeah, he had four postmaster generals during his term, which is oh. just kind. Did of, any I, of them do anything? Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting because um, I think most of them quit because right around the third postmaster general, they passed the uh, the dog dogs are allowed to bite post postal workers. Bill? Slightly even more important than that, it was the 25th Amendment of the United States which set the presidential succession. Oh, yeah. Because this was, it had been, that had been passed uh, after the, I don't know how to word I this. I believe I went out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but anyways, it, it set like the presidential line of succession. Yes. And for the longest time, uh, the way it was based off of it was to go president, vice president, speaker for the house. Mm-hmm. And then they inserted inserted the pre, uh, Senate pro tem mm-hmm. in there, and then it would go off of the the cabinet officials in order of hierarchy. Well, the postmaster general he was used to be to the top. yeah because it was one of the first established things. So we know because we've done it every episode almost every, almost every episode. Uh, he was the postmaster general was seventh in line to become president of the United States. That's not infeasible. Yeah, that's like. Uh, that's dangerous. That's, think, yeah. So, <laughs> so this is so during the Johnson administration, uh, they moved the post office from a presidential office to a quasi uh, quasi executive branch. Mm. So it's slightly independent, and it's also like slightly privately owned now. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Don't you Owen Wilson on me? Time for my next favorite section. Oh, this is my favorite section too. Heights of power. Heights of power. This, this is, is where. Well, the guest, you've heard it before. Yeah. Uh, they guess how tall the president was. So, uh, how tall do you think uh, Lyndon Johnson was? Close. Uh, you're actually about two inches off there. He was exactly six feet tall. Six feet tall. Yeah. Uh, one fathom. Unfathomable. Or, or uh, three pairs of shoes. Ding, 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 ding. Time to open up the cabinet. Oh, uh, well, we already did. We kind of already well, opened Well, let's up close the cabinet. The cabinet. And then open it up again? The post office, is a, that's a cabinet. Well, position. it wasn't at this point. So it left the cabinet. So I think we're still good. At the end, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Secretary of the Navy, Ooh, yeah. John Finkelbauer. Finkelbauer, B A U. That name sounds like you just made it up. It's got the A U and the W. Finkelbauer. Oh, yeah, that's. <laughs> anyway, I mostly just liked his name. Uh, he didn't do very much in the Navy, but uh, he did propose to his wife on um, on the USS Arizona. Oh. Apparently, it was like a big deal. It was the first, like, anyway, all the, uh, the, the, the he was the captain of the ship, so he yeah. proposed to his wife on the ship. Oh, that's sweet. 
Yeah. It's endearing, I guess. Yeah. On Valentine's Day. Oh, that seems like it's cheating because then yeah. you just have one day of the year to remember. Yeah, apparently other people kind of like jumped on and they also proposed on that. Like awful. it was kind of like everybody got married. Got That's like when you have on that more day. than one wedding at the same time. It's mm-hmm. like at what point is it not your special day? It's everybody's special day. Yeah, I think it might have been because they were like leaving. It's okay, like, that hey, that makes we got to like marry everybody, get married before mm-hmm. we leave. You know, so that uh, well, that probably would have been the World War Two era then. Yeah, it didn't say. (laughs) It didn't say. (laughs) It didn't say. Anyway, uh, presidential, should we do presidential nicknames? Oh, I think so. Now, this is my favorite episode, and it's actually going to tie us back in to presidential first, which is something we wrote down but we forgot to say. Lyndon Johnson was the first president of the United States to need to wear reinforced pants. Ah, there's a lot of nicknames that can come out of there that. There are a lot of nicknames. You can call him Captain Pants. Well, no, nah, I wasn't gonna. I was gonna say Big Pants. Hickory. Let's oh, call him Big Hickory. Big Hickory. Big Hickory. I like that. Big old Hickory. Big old Hickory. But this is a clean podcast. We're just gonna bleep all of that out. Oh, okay. <laughs> when Big Quack. Mm. The buck. The buck stops here. Was that him? No, that was Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, yeah. I think, I think he also had it on his. A lot of pres- when presidents... Oh, should we go into presidential desks? I think so. Did you know how every president had a different desk? Uh, unless, except the ones that had the same desk. Except for they ones that had the same desk. They made a big deal about desk. having the same desk. Lyndon Johnson had Teddy Roosevelt's desk. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he did not want JFK's desk. So, hmm. he actually... Uh, JFK had... If you go back to the JFK desk yeah. episode... Uh, we just did it. Uh, <laughs> um, whose desk did he have again? I think he had uh, the other Roosevelt's desk. I think it was FDR's, FDR's desk. desk. Yeah, which yeah, was because it was like the new. It deal. had the biggest candy stash in it. Oh, <laughs> he had a whole section just from just for Mars brand chocolate. Interesting, because that would have been because the best candy is made on Mars. Oh. Is that right? Best candy on Earth is made in Mars. No, he had a thing with uh, um, just made because the best candy in the world isn't born. It's just made. Uh-huh. Or is it the other way around? I don't know what candy company you're talking about. They make like all the best candies. Uh-huh. Anyway. You have a plethora of knowledge that is like what... I imagine a seven-year-old. <laughs> you know children books. You know candy bars. I was very inquisitive at a certain age, and that's where I gained all of my knowledge. Mm. Time for should we do presidential ranking? I think so. Yeah. All, all right. right. Well, I mean, after you. Oh, I was going to rank him seventeenth. Seventeenth. That's pretty high. It's out of uh, thirty-eight. Yeah. Uh, we're only counting dead presidents. This is the Dead President Society. I would rank Lyndon Johnson uh, in order of handsomeness mm-hmm. because we've had some pretty handsome presidents. Yeah, especially when he's standing right next to JFK. Exactly. And well, I see, I, I have to disagree, and I think we talked about this last and episode where I don't think JFK is the most attractive president. No, but he's definitely in top ten. Yeah, I mean, he's he's there, but he's just got a fairly doughy face. Mm. Lyndon Johnson. You're not a com- fan? Not a fan. Not, not a fan of, yeah. 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 I understand. Before or after Dallas. Uh, 
Lyndon Johnson, however, I would probably rank around 24. 24? That's 24. not great. That's not great. But he had the big, bulbous nose. Should we go? And the jowl. Andrew, what do you think? Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> Concur. Uh, I mean, we should maybe go into presidential hair or lack thereof when oh. we go into describing his physical appearance. Nothing really. He's kind of clean shaven. Yeah. I'd, I'd almost put him in the lack thereof category. Almost, yeah. Like we don't, don't we don't have many bald presidents, but he was he was close. That brings me neatly into my favorite section, and oh. the section we don't get to do very often here. It's called constitutional conveyance. Ah, Lyndon Johnson uh, owned a he had a ranch, and on that ranch he owned a car, as people with large properties often yeah, uh, often get, do have get cars from place to place. Exactly, uh, get from point A to uh, to point B. Uh, or any other letter of the alphabet that you choose. And Lyndon Johnson had uh, this great invention. It was a waterproof car that floated. And it was, I believe it was called a, I don't remember what exactly what it was called, but it was a, it was like a car you could just drive onto uh, the amphibious. water and became, it was an amphibious car, yeah. And he wouldn't tell guests uh, that it was amphibious. So trick. there was a steep hill that like went onto this lake mm -hmm. and every time he went down it he would like start screaming that the brakes weren't working and they would just go directly in and into the lake and start floating that's good yeah. check I imagine it gets tired <laughs> once you've like, oh, like why is his wife freaking out yeah she's like still reading the newspaper I imagine like he's okay, I would know, imagine it would be scary enough just because like what if it broke yeah you know? Well, that was the reason they didn't sell very well, is they leaked. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. What's, uh, Would you I, own I just, an amphibious car? That'd be kind of cool. I wonder, how, I wonder how fast it goes. Uh, I think it was it was pretty much just like floated a bit. That'd be sweet, though, if you needed to cross a, a body of water and there wasn't a bridge. Yeah, if like both sides were gentle enough and there wasn't a current. Yeah. You could put a motor on it, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how it Probably works. Probably not, though. You ever been on the duck? I have not been on the duck. Yeah. I every time I'm in Seattle, I see the duck, and I hate everyone mm -hmm. that is on the duck. They get a, they quack those things. Yeah, and they're just awful. It's a lot more fun on the other side to be the one, one, to be on the to duck. quack to All quack. Right. Anyway, um, so that was like sixteen minutes. <laughs> Podcast. Hi, and welcome back to the Dead Presidential Society, where every day is President's Day. The only podcast by presidents, for presidents, about presidents. We set the precedent in the present. My name's James Fitz. This is episode number, what one is it, Doug? Uh, I do remember you saying you were going to look I was, it yeah. Remember when uh, you said that? Yeah, give me a second. Lyndon mm. Johnson. Lyndon Lind Johnson. Lyndon B. Johnson, Number... to be precise. I wouldn't have known the difference. What do you got there, Doug? You're in a very slow. <laughs> oh, did I turn off the... No, it's there. It's just... it's. Uh... Just keep going, and we'll cycle it back. <laughs> I'm James Fitz, president of the Hair Club for Men. My co-host is Doug Holmeyer, president of Red Shirts. 36, President number 36, President. Lyndon B. Johnson. <laughs> Our guest today, Andrea Entz, 
president of Red Shirts. Yeah. Actually, you guys I'm are the both president of the Hufflepuff uh, Quidditch team. Are you actually? Oh, yes. Mm. Wow. Because I bought the hat. Oh, uh, you know, Western actually does have a Quidditch team. Yes. I, so I'm not actually. I talked to the person who is the captain. She says they go to nationals every year. And uh, there's a team in Texas. There's one team where they're like their football uh, people, football players. Okay. They play Quidditch. And oh. they're the only like real athletes that play in this national Quidditch thing. Hmm. So they just dominate every oh, year. <laughs> Everybody else is like, I usually play D&D. But yeah. Here I am. Here I am doing an outside activity. Yeah, and they're like, this is easy. Yeah. <laughs> I usually play football. Yeah. See, I've only ever known one person that is like declared openly that they're a Hufflepuff, and it was my night manager at Toys R Us, mm. who every night as the doors would shut and lock, his blue polo would come off, revealing a oh, white really? T-shirt which in gold glitter pen said Hufflepuff for life that he made himself. That he he or someone he knew made. Do you uh, think? Do you think he knew? Like, do you think he, he knew? Did he knew? Did he knew? Yeah. I have no idea. Like, you can't... He was the night manager at a Toys R Us and had a mullet. I mean, it makes sense if he... It almost he adds works up. at a Toys R Us, but do you think people... Do you think he knew people would be seeing him in that, or do you think he thought you were... Going? It was, like, undercover. No, no, no. This was, like, us stocking shelves. Oh. Like, there was, like, mm. 10 to 12 people. Was there a big reveal, or did he just take... No, it just was, like, I'm not a polo guy... I'm definitely this white T-shirt with gold glitter pen that says Hufflepuff for life kind of Every guy. time. Every, did, every time. Did everyone else take off their revealing character undershirts? No. Like, no did you have an undershirt that was like a big dog T-shirt? <laughs> no, I... Uh, He's also the president of Big Dog T-shirts. I am, oh. but we talked about... Well, yeah, I'm sure you heard that. We talked about it. Talked about I think that it was episode number uh, 24. I've never heard of Big Dog T-shirts. You've never heard of Big Dog T-shirts? I was president anyways. Wow, get a life. I think in the in the late 1900s. Humble though, so they're not going to be like. I took a quiz and it told me what I am. Those are definitely the people that say. Like those are Hufflepuffs are definitely the people that take those quizzes and then share them. No, (laughs) you get Hufflepuff and you're ashamed. No, Gryffindors are like, yeah, I am. No, no, Gryffindors are like outdoing stuff. Instead of okay. taking quizzes. Mm. Back to Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> Back to Lyndon Johnson. Now, we start this podcast as we start every we podcast. Start it, start it. Which I'm sure you remember. Yeah. With First Wives first Club. First Wives Club. We got First Wives Club. Oh. Where we're talking about the first lady. Oh, I like that. Of the president. Yeah. Claudia Alta Lady Bird Taylor. Ladybird, like, Lady Bird, like the movie? As in, the yes, yeah. she was named after Lady Bird. Wow. The, the movie was named after the what? president. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. And she was actually named after a ladybug. But, uh... Oh! It's common, more commonly referred to as a ladybug in North America. But in other places, <clears throat> it's called a ladybird? Well, opinions that. differ whether the name refers to a bird or a ladybird beetle, which is called a ladybug. That is so interesting. Yeah. I'm never going to forget that. The nickname you definitely will. Because well, it, it replaced her actual name, Claudia. She was named after her mother's brother, Claude. Or Which is uncle. a great name for a girl. <laughs> A.K.A. Yeah, Claude. So she didn't like Claudia? She, she didn't. Well, I, she actually didn't like Bird. 
But uh, that's what people would tease her. They'd call her Bird. She didn't like was that. She tiny. She wasn't that big. She so I can see that. Or something. Yeah. But uh, her husband called her Bird. She, was she fly. did like that. Oh. Oh my gosh. I don't no. think they called it that back then. It was the fifties. Her father and siblings called her Lady, which is a little bit more. That's wonder, even worse. I wonder if she hey, just lady. didn't like being patronized. Like you know, maybe make mm. her feel weak. Yeah, I could see that. Because I know, like, I mean, being called a, for, like, being a woman and being called lady or bird, mm-hmm. I could see that, like, the association with that. Yeah, bird is practically a name it, it, for a lady. Yeah, well. A bird, like, that's what British people call ladies, birds. I did not know that. Well. That's a lovely bird you got there. That's my oh. <clears throat> Yeah. That was a great British accent. You know, speaking of accents. I think it's time for us to go into my favorite section. Oh, it's one of my favorite sections. This is, uh, this is a section we call First Impressions. First Impressions. Oh Where you do a pres- an impression of the president? Of the Lyndon B. Johnson. Of Lyndon, Lyndon B. Johnson. Johnson, yeah. You want to go first? Can I know where he's from? He's from. Oh, should we go into presidential birthplaces I think for we a second? Have to at this point. Uh, we'll cycle back. We'll cycle back. He's uh, Stonewall, Texas, the same place as Mark McGuire. I don't know who that is. He's a baseball player. Oh. The same place as the inventor of Barney, Barney the dinosaur. Oh, lovely. Okay. And the same. It's not a very big city, so this is very impressive to have it, this many people. The same place as the figure skater. The figure skater? <laughs> <laughs> I went on a blank. The, uh, I, Tonya? Yeah, uh, but not Tonya her, Harding. Not, yeah, her mom. Oh. oh. I still haven't seen that. I definitely need to. Yeah, because I forgot who. Wait, is it, it called I, Tonya? It's called I, Tonya. Oh, yeah. like I, Robot? And she named her daughter. Yeah, but it's more like Nancy I, Carrier. Tonya, take the dub. To be the ah. only one Instead in life. Just like, I don't think I could marry someone named Tonya. That's okay. You don't no. have to. <laughs> Yeah. I think your time has passed for that. So anyway. To marry someone named Tanya? No, just yeah. for that. No, all those people are dead now. <laughs> Back to... Oh, Texas. Texas. He was born in Texas. Uh, west Texas. West of the uh, the line where... The Mississippi? Gr- no, where nothing grows. There's oh, a, really? there's a like, longitudinal line in Texas that like divides... Uh, or is it latitude? It would be latitude. It's the straight up and down one. Yeah, if it's west. I thought this was latitude because you're climbing a ladder. Mm, Yeah, so longitudinal west. Ah, because it's long. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, dirt, dirt Texas, they call it. Well, I don't know the different sides of the and the different places for the accents, but this is somewhere down there, and I'm a president. Mm, That's that's pretty pretty good. good. That's pretty impressive. What do you got, James? Uh, no, you just you usually have really good impressions. I well, if you got a let me be Johnson one. <clears throat> I do have a little horse in my throat. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Get out there, pony. I'm your private dancer, <laughs> dancing for money. <laughs> do what you want me to do. Let it be known that I also don't know who Lyndon B. Johnson is, and I've never heard him speak. He was a 38th president of the 36th. His wife. <laughs> that we're keeping you on the ball. His wife is Lady Bird. Yeah. Don't you remember? She uh, and their two daughters all shared the initials LBJ. 
Lady Bird Johnson. Except that wasn't no. her name. Her name was Claudia Alto. Tate so Johnson. did she name both her daughters Lady Bird? Linda Bird and Lucy Baines. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, Doug's turn. Oh, it's my turn? Gotta warm up a bit. All right, uh, so my... It's gonna be something a little bit like... Uh, Something like that. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. That was really impressive. Thank you. Back. Okay. Now we're good. When were we not? All just, of it? No, just for the last like thirty seconds. What? At that point where it, I was playing the sound from that point. That's been my like, okay. Presidential okay, so, first. Yes. Presidential, back to presidential first. Our first, first section. That's yeah. unprecedented. Uh, yeah, it is new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was the first president to be inaugurated on an airplane. Oh. What a fun... It was yeah, a, it was well, not really fun because... Yeah, JFK had just died. So he needed an emergency. Oh, yeah, that's... I get what's happening in history here. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, not fun. First president to be sworn in by a woman. Oh. <laughs> Super fun. Yeah. yeah. But well. also, they were like, ah, she's the only one she's who knows the, yeah. the thing. Let's just let her do it. Yeah, do you know who it was? Lady Bird? Sarah Hughes. Oh. Sarah T. Hughes. Yeah. What was she? she the first woman to swear in a president. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He was also the first president to ride to and from his inauguration in a bulletproof limousine. I wonder, wonder why, why that yeah. <laughs> For both of his inaugurations. Oh. Yeah. He did two terms. Well, I guess he didn't technically need to ride in a limousine to be on the airplane. Well, I well, guess maybe probably he did. They, I think they he usually do. He probably from the airplane. Probably yeah. for the rest of his life, he drove in a bulletproof limousine. Probably. They probably never stopped using bulletproof limousines for presidents after that. Mm, well, are we are we are we going smoothly into my favorite section? Constitutional conveyance. Uh, constitutional conveyance. You know it. Yeah. Talk about how the president mm. got around. Mm. From point A to B, and then Ooh. all the other letters of the alphabet. Get oh. around, round, round. I get around. Round. I get around. Uh, so, uh, presidential, he got a limo. <laughs> yeah. No. He. Uh, <clears throat> so, President Johnson. This is going to sound a little bit off topic, but he had a ranch, like the dressing, but oh. for like to stay, and. Um, I am cut up. Fantastic. And he had a car on this ranch, like an old McDonald of the industrial era. And uh, he would occasionally drive around in this car, as you do. And it... <laughs> I feel like I was going somewhere, but now I'm just... I feel like I'm just oh, doing so bits he has right a, now. Uh, his car was a little bit unorthodox. Oh, was it? It was, uh, it was an amphibious car. It was a boat car. Yeah, it was a boat car. Yeah, or drive a that boat car. Mobile? You know, and I recognize you. Didn't you used to drive a boat car? I did indeed. What? No, the I movie, didn't. Waking Life. Oh, I didn't know that. I just wanted to be Sky a part of it. Oh, I thought maybe you drove one of those duck things in Seattle. No. I could almost see that you being yeah. a oh, tour guide on the I bus. I would absolutely. No, no, not as a tour guide. Like as the just duck the driver. driver that just hates that didn't life. Talk? The driver, not yeah. the. No, I couldn't do that. Mm. I could. Is it one person it. who does it both? I thought it was two people because there's like standing up and there's cheering and you got to get everyone to duck duck it up. I never quack quack drove one of those. I just know that the rules of improv say, is to say, say yes. yes and ah. Uh, so I was going with it. I you can say no. <laughs> 
Um, this is an, it was an amphibious car, going mm. back to what we're actually supposed back to be to talking about, conveyance. Lyndon Bain Johnson's amphibious car. Uh, occasionally when he was like driving people around, there was this steep hill like that led into a lake. Mm-hmm. And he would get to the top of the hill and then start screaming about how the brakes didn't work. And they would just go <laughs> right into the lake and be fine. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. Do, do you think Lady Bird like let... Like, if there's, like, an old person who was going along with Lyndon, they'd be like, hey, uh, I don't want you to die of a heart attack, so I'm going to let you know. I don't, I don't know. He continued the Vietnam War for, like, eight years, so uh, probably didn't care. Do you think, like, people were like, hey, why is your car such a weird shape? <laughs> why does it... <laughs> no, it just, it looks like a regular car. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. welded up on it. Yeah, it's just incredibly heavy. Because you have to get all the seals and whatnot. I'm imagining that he definitely did some type of health check at the beginning to make sure that it was all safe. That oh, they yeah. were good uh, uh, consumers. They weren't pregnant. It wasn't like all pregnant ladies. Yes, yes. You know what they say? Yes. Be careful if you're pregnant. And in an amphibious car. Well, or on any kind of roller coaster. Or I'm just worried that like one time he would for, like be driving a the different car. And then, like, habit strikes in, like, oh, no, brakes aren't working. <laughs> or he gets dementia, and he gets in a new car, and he's like, the brakes aren't... I remember this one before. No, Lyndon, no. He's somewhere else. There's no lake at the bottom. <laughs> it's just a building or something. <laughs> he was the first president of the United States to appoint an African-American to the Supreme Court. Yes. Mr. Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. He was good. Yeah. I remember Marshall in a new era. Actually, no, that would be uh, Supreme Court Justice John Marshall that you're thinking of. Oh, yeah. Who we talked about in previous episodes. We did talk about him in another episode. Thurgood Marshall, you remember from... uh, He he wrote that song, Bad to the Bone. George Thurgood Marshall? No, he he represented Brown and Brown v. Board of Education. Ah, that is a thing to be remembered for. Yeah, Yeah, that's it, yeah. One bourbon... One scotch. And one beer. That's George Thurgood. Oh. Marshall. He was the first president to... And now, we might have to open up the cabinet for this. He was the first president to appoint an African-American to the cabinet. Robert C. Weaver, who was the first... United States Secretary of Housing and Urban Development in 1966. Hmm. Interessante. Yeah. He was also the first president to have a Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, as well as the first president to have a Secretary of Transportation, which leads us nicely into constitutional conveyance. I think we already did that one, but we can just chop it up and put it in the back. Well, I got a little thing to add, because Lady Bird has some constitutional conveyance of her own. Does she? She... She drove a car to high school, uh, which was really far away, um, and that wasn't like a thing that people did in that time. Um, despite her young age, her father gave her a car so she could drive herself to school, a distance of 15 miles each way. She said of that time, It was an awful chore for my daddy to delegate some person from his business to take me in and out. So, uh, anyway, uh, during her senior year, she reportedly had the highest grades in her class but allowed her grades to slip so she wouldn't have to give the valedictorian speech at the end of the year. Which, that's just something people say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just didn't want to you talk. You know, I'm, uh, just, mm. I'm so <clears throat> embarrassed. When I graduated, uh, we had that uh, 
you know, retake policy. You guys didn't have this in high school where you could just retake it as many t- anything retake all as high many school? times except well, like tests and stuff, except in AP classes. But they did this for with the intention of well, people learn at different rates, mm-hmm. but then people would take advantage of it and just not do well the first time and retake no. the test as many times. So we had nine valedictorians. And they had to duke it out to see who would give the speech. Oh, they had to yeah. keep going back and taking previous tests. No, they had like go all... back to ninth grade and be like, I got an eighty-seven <laughs> on this test. I need to retake it so I get that but A. Like who had like like percent? No. Yeah. Um, mm. No, they had to Battle write Royale. all their speeches and give it to the admin, and then the Whoever admin had the chose. best fate speech. Mm-hmm. Could you retake the speech? Uh, if so it that means you well? had to write a speech for nothing, <laughs> eight people. Yeah. When are you ever going to give that speech again? Well, probably to your parents. I imagine, and those sort of people would shoehorn it into normal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the valedictorian speaker speech I never gave. <laughs> No, I'll just do it in college. Oh, wait, they don't have a retake oh, policy, Doug. No. Oh, no, we got to be successful. I don't think I should go. Sorry. <laughs> I, I can't be valid. No, that's fine. I didn't you do it. You just well got to change it to Magna Cum Laude. Wait, what? It's not called valedictorian in college. Oh, oh, oh Magna yeah. Cum, yeah. Well, not all colleges have that. That is also true. Yeah. They also elect a class speaker for other reasons besides. Mm. being in that top 5%. This does segue me in partially to presidential parents. <laughs> presidential parents. I mean parents. Oh. Because Lyndon Johnson. Everybody's got him. Everybody's got him. Lyndon Johnson's dad was a teacher. Mm-hmm. And he, when he grew up, he lived too far away from a school to get a high school education. But in the state of Texas at the time, you did not need a high school education to be a high school teacher. <laughs> so... He enrolled as a high school teacher and then enrolled himself as a student that he taught himself and oh, gave himself a high school degree. My gosh. That is fantastic. Well, we know he had the drive. Yeah. Yeah, 15 months. No, wait, no, that was Never went to university, though. Hmm. Well, yeah. I guess he went to teacher's college. Like, he went to a teacher's college. But they didn't have to have a high school education. But you didn't have to have a high school education they could do to get your a teacher's college. To get, to, to get the teacher's certification. Huh. Yeah, it was, well, it was a loophole that he t- exploited. Yeah. He just be, was a teacher. What a guy. And mm-hmm. then he graduated high school? <laughs> he graduated high school. <laughs> was his dad a teacher at the high school he taught at? Different um, high schools? I think, well, that's a good question. Did his dad teach high school or elementary school? I think he did a lot of things. I don't I think mean, he was a teacher. At the, he was not a teacher at the time of Lyndon Johnson. Being was this the time when, like, all the schools were in one building, though? So One-room schoolhouses? Yeah. This was around that time, yes. So, so very probable, but uh, not actually the case. Oh, okay. What about his mom? Nope. No mom. No mom. How? Like a reverse immaculate conception. Yeah, I was gonna say how. Hmm. Well, uh, she did not teach school. Oh, I was just gonna say. <laughs> no also, mom did not have school. a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, I see. Well, let's make something she up. She was a simple I lady. Think she was a simple lady. They, okay. They went seahorse style. Seahorse. <laughs> Okay. Do you know about seahorses? Yeah, they care. The dad has the pouch. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen a video? Oh, wait. That actually does segue me in to (laughs) their child, their son, Roosevelt, who went by the name Roo, R-O-O. He was named after President Teddy Roosevelt. Okay. But he went by Roo. His first name was Roosevelt. Okay. Went by Roo because his favorite uh, Winnie the Pooh character was Roo. But see, the thing is, though, and we will get back 
to Lyndon Bain Johnson's father seahorsing him around. Trust okay, me. that's fine. But it was interesting because uh, LBJ had another child named Franklin, right? Ah, uh, yes. Who was also named after a Roosevelt. Yeah, the other Roosevelt. Franklin Roosevelt. But, so they could have been named after the same Roosevelt. Yeah, but they weren't. But how, how do you prove that? Yeah. I guess that's true. Well, in his diary Wait, or something, I guess. His son was Rue and Franklin. He had two. Yeah. Yeah, there were two okay, sons. There was okay. Franklin and Roosevelt. I thought you were saying his dad had a son and another son. His dad did have a son. Him. Another one. Oh. <laughs> Don't you DJ Khalid on me. <laughs> Should we go into... Uh, Speaking of music, it's time for presidential birthdays. Presidential birthdays. Oh. Yeah, let's do birthdays. This, where you, uh, guess. this is the time of year where we have you guess what time of year our president was born on. April. Mm. Any nope. specific? 13th. Yeah, April 13th? The Ides of April. August 27th. Oh. The same day as Orson Welles. And coincidentally, TJ Kelly. No! What? And Ellie... The Beanie Baby Elephant. Yay. That's a terrible name I'm so for happy for that. You know about Jumbo the Elephant? Uh, a little bit. It was like the original elephant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, not the original, but like <laughs> it was the elephant, like right? Like the animated elephant? Did he, was he no. the one that went across the bridge? I'm not sure, but he was the one that uh, P.T. Barnum toured around with. Yeah. So he, he was like he America's first. I have a feeling you have strong opinions about elephants and circuses right now. No. Just the I, look I, you're giving I, me. Just recognize. Oh, P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. That's the guy that. He's they, Barnum guy. and Bailey? They just made that movie. Uh, Did they the really? Great the Greatest Showman. Yeah, is that something. him? I'm not sure. If, I think so. I read okay. his biography. It was one of my <clears> Okay, well, he's a circus guy. I'm up to date. Yeah, but uh, he Jumbo. the National Archive Museum in New York. Oh, right. Are you telling me the truth? Or am I <laughs> no, just. That's true. Okay, then I definitely know that. Anyway, so Jumbo was like um, America's like first experience with an elephant, and it was a massive elephant, even by elephant standards, right? Mm. And then it died, as elephants do. <laughs> and so B.T. Barnum was like, well, this is ridiculous. I'm not spending money on another elephant. We'll just stuff this one. And so they stuffed Jumbo the elephant for a while. <clears throat> and then eventually they like retired it because I imagine like seams were starting to pull apart. And the building was in burned down. Mm. So this the, is the greatest show. Yeah, so yeah. the ashes of Jumbo the stuffed elephant are in a jar in at Tufts University, and I think they're in like tusks. I'm not sure. I don't think about the tusks, but like the ashes of Jumbo the elephant are in like a coffee can on someone's desk at Tufts University, mm. and I think it's in like the PE department. One, I would like to know how they deciphered the difference between the ashes yeah. of the whole burning building. Two. What did they have the stuffed elephant do? It was just on display? Yeah, it's a... I mean, it's They'd like it a point of taxidermy, right? You oh, could probably, yeah. like, dance on top of it. Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe they were trying to, like, make it seem... That's like what I'd do. I'd dance on top of it. Just have people inside <laughs> of it like, moving what? around. Yeah. <laughs> like on big stilts. They do that with the dinosaurs. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, why didn't he should have just done that with dinosaurs? Yeah. yeah I don't think people believed in dinosaurs back Dino then. Dino-mite. I also don't think they had the technology for such feats. Yeah, no. He actually also uh, famously... Speaking of feats. 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 Oh, how tall was the president? Heights, Heights of, of power. power. Heights of power. 
He's not the one that was in a wheelchair, right? No, no that was actually Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who, who was six feet tall. Exactly. What? Yeah, but just well, not yeah. like sitting down, but uh, wow. yeah, that'd be okay. really tall. Uh, he sounds short. Uh, uh, oh, did you? Uh, yeah, but I also know that you know historically we've been getting shorter, so he's probably was taller mm. than average right Interesting. now. Interesting. I'm gonna go with five eight. Six Should have gone tall. the other way. No. Okay. Okay. Exactly one fathom. One fathom. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? I did not know that's what. One fathom is six feet. So when you say unfathomable, also three pairs of feet. it's anything above six feet. Like I am exactly six feet tall, which means I am one fathom, which He's gives exactly me three fathom. extra feet to reach above my head to grasp at straws. <laughs> and that's unfathomable. That's unfathomable. Wow. Didn't know that. A league is something different, but also a nautical term, which is roughly the same amount of distance as your average restraining order. So the phrase <laughs> out of my league has a completely different nautical no context. Way. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. that. They're not based on each other, but that's a baseball wow. thing. Wow, you know, and when you said one fathom, <clears throat> I did not even think about water. I just thought oh, yeah. a arbitrary term. No, it's a fathom. A, it's a fathom. It's usually like for rope, I think. And it'd be like, because you know your wingspan is about the same size mm -hmm. as your height. So one fathom would be like one pole of rope. Okay. So one that wingspan. way, if you're like gauging speed, you're like, how ah. much rope do we need? We need one fathom instead of like 15 feet. We have to measure it out. That makes sense. Wow, you know a lot of things. I know a lot of nautical stuff. <laughs> okay. Naughty. Give me an S. S. Give me an L. L. O. O. Give me a G. G. Give me an A. 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 Give me an N. N. Campaign slogan. Oh, you usually ask what that spells, and then I usually have to say, hey, I don't know, I can't spell, but What's it spell? I don't know. Campaign slogan. <laughs> slogans. Spell slogans. Woo. All the way with LBJ. That sounds dirty, which brings me to my next, my favorite section. Mm -hmm. Presidential pants. Oh. I have no, like, good way of, of, like, leading into this segment other than, this is also a presidential first. Oh. Lyndon Johnson was the first president of the United States to need reinforced trousers. In the... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Right? Why is that public knowledge? Uh, there is a phone call. Because he made a phone call yeah. in the White House ordering pants. Oh. And I, the exact phrasing I don't know, but it was something like, yeah, the area where your balls hang, that's a bit too tight. Oh. Yeah. And he said he needed extra pockets for his wallet or his, his cash, his money clip and his knife. Yeah. He wanted the pockets reinforced. But he's like, but can you we You know, have as a it? president, you need yeah. a money clip for and all that knife. cash you're spending and the, the knife. Just in case the security <laughs> case, doesn't work. You know, yeah. Well, Actually, that was an interesting thing, is after JFK was assassinated, uh, there was this, like, underground conspiracy thing that maybe the Secret Service were involved, or maybe they were just inept. So Johnson was, like, constantly making jokes about, like, don't leave me alone with the Secret Service. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciated that. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. 